Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, what's up? Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael is producing today. We are getting very near the month of July. Some shows that we will do in the future will only be one-hour shows. And the reason for that is because there's just not a lot of content. It'll probably be uh, where Mondays and Fridays will be two hours and the other shows will be one, at least through these summer months. But you know, we're going to take it on a case-by-case basis. If there's some sports news that's going on that, you know, probably needs discussion, uh, give you a chance to say what you think, we will certainly do that. And we're going to go the full Monty today. What we're going to do, first of all, how about hotty toddy? How about Ole Miss? I mean, look, I, I'm going to just say this without naming names. There have been some SEC coaches in baseball who uh, won't come on the air anymore when Florida plays a series with a particular team. I won't mention schools like Arkansas or Vanderbilt, but I, but I digress. Where Mike Bianco has always done that. Whenever Florida plays Ole Miss, hey, Talk to Ole Miss people. Will Coach Bianco come on? Answer is yes. Good guy. And great for him. I mean, can you imagine? There was some talk that if he did not make uh, the NCAA tournament, he might have been fired. He was. I mean, some believed he was coaching for his job. Well, he ain't coaching for his job now. So you, it just goes to show you, you got to get hot at the right time. And uh, they did. So congratulations to them. And the SEC again wins a national title. I don't know where I want to start with this next thing. I mean, look. We all, most people in recruiting circles figured that Rashada was going to go to Miami. But now all this Twitterville thing about, you know, the money he, he allegedly got and, you know, I'm not going to work with you. You're not going to, I mean, I got to tell you, I spent part of yesterday just thinking about all of this. And I will say, I'm really glad I'm at the point I am at in my career. Because this is nuts. It's just crazy. The good news about all this is that when, you know, September 3rd or whatever it is rolls around, this, I don't think, will be talked about as much because we'll actually get to see football be played. But until then, 
I, I just, I've always been for kids getting paid something because of all the money the NCAA makes off of them. Did I ever dream it would come to this? No. If you did, pick up the phone now and tell me because you're a genius. And again, I'm going to say this. Shows like this, Twitter, social media, it is created to give you, as a sports fan or any other kind of fan, a forum to discuss and speak your mind. It's great. But for those who go on Twitter and go off and start ripping Billy Napier, look, how are you helping the program? How are you helping? That is what I don't get. So now we'll see what happens from here. It's going to be interesting. Somebody, some organization, has to step up and start giving everybody involved in this, coaches, players, whoever, something to go on here. Because if not, I mean, where is it going to end? And then it's going to be like, well, I'll never work with the Gator Collective again, and the Gator Collective saying, I'm not working with this guy in California because, you know, he's going to he, he's going to end up, you know, hurting kids and when the NCAA, I mean, this is what this is coming down to now. If anybody thinks cheating wasn't going on before all this, you're you're an ostrich. Put your head right in the sand. But now it's just out there. And I'm not saying this is cheating. I am saying it's hard for me at my age and where I am to just wrap my head around all this. The, the change has been rapid. The change is ongoing. Why in the hell would you want to coach now? Wow. I mean, the best part about coaching is on the field. You know, X's and O's. But all the other stuff now, you got to go through. It's amazing. Pretty amazing. So... We'll get your thoughts about all of that. Um, over the next few days, I'm going to do what I can to talk to some either play-by-play -play people or uh, voices of the SEC baseball programs to get you an idea of what's next. This just concluded baseball season. Today, my friend Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal will come on in Knoxville and talk about Tennessee, your favorite team. And a Derek Scott will talk South Carolina today. And we'll continue to do this uh, and hopefully get everybody from every school to sort of say, hey, you know, what's the, what, how successful was the season? 
you know, what are the needs for next year? What's the transfer portal look like? So you can get an idea as a baseball fan what some of these other schools are doing. Okay? All right. What else? Wimbledon starts today. It is going on today. Other than that, I mean, MLB, there just isn't a lot. We're at that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, where we're at. But if you have a thought about you know, what went on with this whole thing with Rashada and all that, and your thoughts about where all this is going to go, would like to hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And uh, we'll talk a little sports. You know, it's funny. I get a lot of people that say, gee, I missed you when you weren't on. But I would also like you to you know, participate and do this as well. Um, did you actually see a real baseball fight? I mean, normally they go out there and they, you know, but the Angels and the and the uh, Mariners actually threw punches. Don't see that very often. Eight were ejected. The Lightning, Avalanche were better. I mean, they were. Give give Colorado a lot of credit. They're good. Um, congratulations to the Avalanche. Um, so that's about. Um, where we're at with things. So we hope uh, that we will hear from you. Um, by the way, this is what, shot, what Rashada had to say. He's a California kid, for those who don't know. He says, now, if you've been to Miami before, he says that Miami has a California vibe. Huh? A California vibe? Uh, He also says, playing for a proven head coach in Coach Cristobal, who's proven himself as a winner, playing for an offensive coordinator in Josh Gaddis, who's proven himself a winner, being in that system, that was appealing to me, he said. He thinks Miami's going to compete for a national championship he does like the big city he says the weather the scene it kind of relates a little more to Miami so yeah there you are um, Twelve thirteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Hello, I'm Tyler Leiper. The Tampa Bay Rays just finished an impressive series sweep against the Pittsburgh Pirates thanks to the hot bat of Isaac Paredes and stellar pitching once again from ace Shane McClanahan. The Rays have struggled with many injuries as of late, but get some much-needed rest today as to prepare for a two-game home series versus the Milwaukee Brewers that will start tomorrow. The Florida Marlins play the first of a three-game series versus the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at 7.45. New York Mets first baseman and Gator great Pete Alonso is on fire this season and leads the majors with 66 RBIs this season. 
The Wimbledon, which is regarded as the most prestigious tournament in tennis, starts its first round action today. I'm Tyler Lightburn, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, one of the biggest investments you'll ever make is the purchase of a vehicle. Yep, that's right. You want something you like, you like driving, but maybe the most important thing is how reliable it is. You want to get in and get to a vehicle you love to be in. Well, you can get a new one, nothing wrong with that, but they depreciate as soon as you drive it off the lot. Not so when you go to my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. The reason? They don't have any new vehicles. They have the cream of the crop in late model, low mileage vehicles. These beauties are great. I've driven a lot of them over my time, and every one of them has been really good, has got me a lot of mileage, and lasted me a long time. The selection is great, and especially with gas prices being the way they are, Southeast Car Agency trying to bring as many types of vehicles to their lot as possible. Check them out at secars.com. When you go online, you'll see them. All the information, you can test drive them by going to see them at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. When you do, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's your lawn isn't just a weekend chore it's where you raise your kids enjoy barbecues with friends and family it's your oasis so come stop by florida coast equipment your local kubota dealer whether you need a kubota zero turn mower or kubota tractor we've got you covered our hard-working team at florida coast are people you can trust providing the kubota equipment you can depend on Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at FloridaCoastEQ.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside 
cash. Just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code BRAVO for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's code B-R-A-V-O. Use code BRAVO for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Gas discounts not available in New Jersey and Wisconsin. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Peyton says that the current NIL rules make scandals like the Pony Express days of SMU, Miami's probation, or USC technically legal now. Of course not. No, you're you're rewriting history. If 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 capital punishment is uh, in place and it gets repealed, it doesn't change what the law was then. Same thing applies here. Mark says, when news of NIL broke last year, I distinctly remember callers calling both you and Shane saying that big money boosters were going to take advantage of this new rule and buy players. See John Ruiz. If I recall correctly, oftentimes you, not Shane, pushed back on those callers and said it wouldn't happen. Uh, so some of us did see this coming. Well, Mark, to be uh, particularly accurate here, uh, I did push back in the sense of that the NCAA or somebody would have stepped in to either control it or regulate it. I, what I pushed back on was what is actually happening now, which was a free-for-all, which I don't think you or anybody envisioned at this point. Okay, what do we got? Uh, George is up first. Okay, George, hello. George, go ahead. Okay. No, George. Okay. George, you there? Oh, he's gone. Okay. So go ahead and give me another one here. Uh, okay. Let's get to PG. PG, hello. Hey, man. Hey. Um, so we last week we were kind of talking about exactly what you're discussing today with Rashada and, and kind of you thinking about it yesterday. And because I've been just, kind of trying to take this all in like all like the rest of us but if you read between the lines on some of the things that did go back and forth which i'm not even sure through the gator collective and the attorney out in california Uh yeah yeah and i don't know how official that is if that really came from the collective you know how that goes now it's not like it's you know associated press with you know you know viable sources i don't really know what i'm reading half the time so if it is from them respective parties it's kind of what we were talking about last week. The only thing that I can look at with the NCAA over the last few years and be consistent about is academic eligibility and eligibility and period for a player. So if you read what the collective said, you know, we don't want to jeopardize the eligibility of a player. If there's right. a trail that breaks a state law, which are all different, which is a huge mess for NIL, but there's also an NCAA law or whatever rule on the books that says you cannot use that. I don't know if it means, and this is where I'm paraphrasing or just trying to infer that the player has to be on campus. You can't have a, a, a trail that that's what brought him to campus. And that's what 
the collective is saying that they didn't want to do. And I'm not just jumping on this because I'm a Gator and all that. We do things right. And I don't know who's doing anything right or wrong, but my, my question for you is, and, and I kind of said this last week, and now that you're seeing this going back and forth, do you see where there's a chance? Because the only way that I think you can regulate this is by making players ineligible for breaking either state laws or the NCAA's rule on recruiting in NIL, bringing you in, because it seems so blatant that nobody cares. You know, that the sanctions to the schools, they don't care, but like the player being ineligible. And that's exactly what the Gator Collective said in a statement. Yeah, I, look, I, I think, PG, the biggest problem here, if you take all of this and say, you know, what, what are the issues here, it, there's, it, there's three for me, okay? Some states do allow coaches and athletic administrations to assist with NIL deals. That's good, okay? But then... Some of the state laws actually supersede or go over what the NCAA's policy has. So that's got to get fixed. That's got to get fixed. This has got to be uniform. Because if it isn't, as I, what I know, there's going to be some competitive advantages that some states will have and some schools will have and others will not. To me, that's a big problem. Yeah, and that, like the Southeastern Conference, the first laws that were written, the first states that, that tried to get ahead of this, Florida was one of them, are actually behind now because the newer laws that were passed were actually, you know, made better or, you know, more advantageous for the athlete, which it actually hurts Florida right now. Yeah. Uh, the state. Because uh, here's what I think happens. I think Florida says to a, to a let, let's say that, PG, you're a, a prospect, okay? Florida says to you, Here's what your financial possibilities are, PG. Here's what you can get, okay? But you can't supposedly use them as inducements to come to school. Well? Yes. Okay. Now, now are there people you know, doing the circumventing that? Are other you know, states allowing different things? That's the trouble. Yeah. And, and one last thing. If the amount is correct on Rashada, I don't even know. I mean, that's more. Let's say he's great. I don't even know if, the, if he'd make that in the NFL. And what about the amount of bus from co- from high school to college? Many more. I mean, you're gonna have your first, second round bus in the NFL, but the bus rate is a lot higher. So, what would a guy like Emory Jones be worth? And just and, and would you be happy with his production if he got seven million? You know, you used to say, you know, booing the kids, they don't get paid. What if they don't produce and Rashad is making $9 million? Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Look, that's changed for me. That's changed for me, PG. Okay? I mean, I'm old school. I'm not going to boo anybody in college. However, a younger fan, you know, a, a guy like Michael here, okay, if he knows that, you know, Joe Smith – is making seven million a year, and he goes out and stinks it up, and he boos him. I get it. I yeah. get it. What, what, what? Take it off the air. What? What do you think Manny is going to oh. command? Because I said fifteen twenty a year ago. I just guessed it. 
because he's a program changer. I mean, he's just his, just getting guys to follow. I, I don't know. It's yeah. crazy, man. It, no I, doubt it's crazy. All right, PG, thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, hello, D. Welcome. What's up, Steve? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm trying to figure uh, it out, D. <laughs> it's, it's real simple, Steve. Uh, these kids don't care about your uh, institution. They don't care about how many statues you got outside or your facilities. These kids, I told you this when um, at, at signing day when Texas A&M got all these guys. These kids want to get paid, man. These kids know that these top kids know their worth, and they want to get paid, man. And you got parents out here, you got handlers, you got agents. Everyone's out here, you know, making decisions. It's for the kids, except for the kids. And if Florida doesn't, we can talk about regulations. We can talk about all this, all that. Um, it's you know, don't show me the labor pains. Just show me. It's, I want. I need to see the baby. If Florida doesn't adapt, it's going to die. You gotta. You gotta even until until this is regulated, or it may not ever be regulated until something is done. If Florida doesn't want to play the game the way all these other schools are playing the game, they're going to get left behind, and we're going to have a bunch of eight win seasons. And you're going to have the head coach issuing a statement before he's even played a game about how. We're looking out for the best in, uh, interest of the of the school. We have high standards here. The guy hasn't played. He hasn't coached a game yet, Steve, and he's already releasing statements. What what if he loses the Tennessee, Florida State, and uh, whoever this year, or uh, Georgia? Is he going to release a statement then? So uh, I mean, uh, like I said, man, either Florida plays the game or they're going to get left behind. Here's where I think the um, what's the word I want to use here, D. The issue is, I understand because of Florida's history, I mentioned this Friday, since Florida got whacked under Charlie Pell, you know, with probation, Florida has been cautious in anything related to the NCAA. And they've run a clean program, you know, by and large, and have been pretty successful in doing it that way. I don't think anybody would argue that, okay? Are we in a new world now? Yes. I think the issue is going to become here, how long does Florida wait, D? To your point, if Florida is saying, we still want to do things the old way, we still want to do things the, quote, right way, while everybody else is doing what they're doing because we think the NCAA could step in and, you know, come back and punish those schools for doing well, how long do you do that before you get run over? I think that's the $64,000 question here. Right, Steve. One of the recruits we just lost to Alabama, his dad was quoted saying, Florida not talking about business, and we all know what business equals. Mm-hmm. Business equals money. Mm-hmm. So like I said, we, we've always been you know, reactive, indoor practice facility, uh, this new standalone facility. you got to be proactive right now. Like you say, Steve, the only thing certain in life is changing. If you're not evolving, you're dying. And you can't, can't wait years to react because if you do, you're going to get passed by. All right, D. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. More calls coming. Emails to ESPN, 981FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 981FM, 850 AM. W-R-U-F. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Here, what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online. At Daughtry Tree Service, we believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet, along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco, cool, colorful street murals mixed with world-renowned art museums, and around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The pocket of dry air that was over our area this morning is quickly dissipating and it's being replaced by the early arrival of a more humid air mass. Showers already working inland from the first coast. They'll migrate inland and west this afternoon into the evening. Aside from that, a mixture of clouds and sun today. High temperatures in the low 90s. Tonight, lows in the low 70s. Numerous thunderstorms expected again tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I cringe when you said three-time league MVP and Mike Trout. I was like, huh? I associate MVPs with championships. I don't understand that baseball's way of doing things. You can be a league MVP consistently and just never win anything. I'm not going to spend my money to see Mike Trout. I'm going to spend my money to see Otani. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 
This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm not hating on Keyshawn Johnson. Did you hear what he just said? That made absolutely zero sense. Okay? I don't want the way baseball does things. Mike Trout's won three MVPs, and he hadn't won anything. I'm paying my money to go see Otani. What's he won? I mean, he's a great player. I'm not saying that. But if you're going by what he's saying, then why would you go see Otani either? Keyshawn, stick to football, dude. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Uh, let's get uh, Jake to talk with us next. Hi, Jake. Hey, Steve. Boy, that was a pretty unexpected, unbelievable run Ole Miss made in the World Series, huh? Yep. Just goes to show you, if you get hot, uh, you know, you can you can accomplish a great deal, and they did. That kid that uh, tossed that game against uh, Arkansas in the elimination game, he's the closest thing I've seen other than a kid last year for Mississippi State to like Maddox. That kid was unreal. Didn't walk anybody, didn't hit anybody, struck out seven, gave up only a couple of hits, and then the other guys were just about as good as him. It was pretty incredible, I thought, really. Well, and, you know, people forget – Ole Miss was ranked number one at one point yeah, in this were. college season. So it isn't like there's a bunch of ham and eggers here that just all of a sudden, you know, they had talent. They just, for whatever the reason, you know, it wasn't there until this run they were on. I think they were number one preseason is what it was. I can't remember. No, they were, they they were, like they were number one during the season, too. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, unless they get a bunch of guys uh, going into the pros and stuff, they're going to be <laughs> – they got to be an odds-on favorite to be right in there again next year. They look well, great. you know, they lose their captain, Elko. Um, and remember, Mississippi State won it all last year. What happened to them this year? Yeah, yeah. That's, Every year's different. That's always the case. Yep. There's a lot of parity. That's the whole deal, to be honest. But anyway. Anyway, I just thought I'd say I was really, really impressed. Hats off to the coach there at Old Miss. They yep. did a hell of a job. Coach Bianco's a good guy, too. All right, thank you. Thank you. Yep, appreciate Bye. your call. Uh, let's get to George next. Hi, George, how are you? Hey, Steve, sorry about earlier. I tried to call in. I had some technical difficulties strictly on my end. No trouble. What do you got? <laughs> it doesn't take much for protection for me to have <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, I just wanted to air my, my view on this NIL thing, and, and I'm old school like you, and I'm really worried about college sports if this continues this way because – well, you know, one of the draws to college athletics are that the kids that come to whatever school, you know, they, there's, a, there's a, a, a desire for them to be there. They want to be there for the coach. They want to be there. Maybe there's a traditional within their family. Maybe some of their cousins played for whatever school. You know, there's a, there's a little semblance of, of loyalty and attachment, and the reason that they're picking that particular school has meaning to it. And now it's just all about the package. It's like, what can you do me? All that goes away, and I'm just, I, I hate it because I, I feel like that's part of the draw to college athletics. It makes it different than the pros, and, and now it's just the highest bidder. You know, and it really worries me about, you know, where our sport, where college athletics is, is headed, and obviously it's manifesting itself mostly right now in, in football, but, you know, any any of the sports are going to be um, affected by this. What, what do you, am, I, am I just being... Uh, off the deep end here, or, or no. do you think it's something to, th- to worry about? No, oh, it's 
something to worry about, but yeah. you know, it's like anything else. I think we're, we are now in a phase where this transition has gone from slow to completely warp speed. And the rules are not there in place to keep up with the pace. And look, other callers have said this, George. I'm not saying it's wrong for a 17 or an 18-year-old kid to say, show me the money, because yep. eventually we all say, if, if we have the ability to do it, show me the money. We're just not used to this. This is not the way it's been. The, the college model has not been like this, obviously, and it's taking everybody time, you know, players, coaches, whoever, to figure this out. It just yeah. happened too fast. Well, and, and you mentioned it earlier in your call. It's like I, I just I don't know how the coaches do it now. I, I would I would hate. I mean, I know there's a different mentality. They're coaches, and they've done this all their lives, but. To be a coach right now would just be crazy. And, hey, one last thought. I wanted to get your take on this. And I was listening to a satellite radio earlier this morning. But you mentioned that Florida's playing it cautious, and I think you're right about that. But they reported on this Rashada deal that he actually turned down a higher offer from Florida to go to Miami. Have you heard anything like that? That's what they were reporting no, on I, the satellite radio. I had heard that. Um, yeah. and, that's, and that's why – it doesn't always break down to that because, again, I'm, let me throw a number out. I'm not saying it was the number for him. Uh, one school's offering me $9 million, One school's offering me $10 million. I mean, a million dollars difference is not chump change. But, right. you know, you still have to make a decision as to where you're going to go to school and who your position coaches are. You know, where you feel comfortable. That still, I think, has some cachet. Maybe not as much as it used to because some right. kids will just take the money. But look, I'm being stupid here. If Bowling Green offered Rashada, you know, more money than Miami, would he have gone to Bowling Green? Probably not. So, you know, there's some mitigation yeah. there. All right, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bradley says, got to get rid of the NIL because it's ruined college football. David said, who would have thought when you combine money with agents, lawyers, and long-lost uncles, corruption would follow. Number one thing that has to be done is a level playing field must be created. Applaud Florida for taking care of the current players and trying to play by the rules. We're going to be left behind if something doesn't change. Let's get to uh, Tony next. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Uh, Steve, listen, the, uh, that report makes no sense. And it doesn't make any sense, report. but it's been reported that, yeah. Correct, but it's a lie from that Caspino character from California. He's just ups upset because they didn't want to play ball with him because the Tony Mitchell father said that we have to get better at playing ball, basically. Okay? Mm -hmm. So basically you're getting both sides. So one of them is lying. And my money is on the California scumbag lawyer that's lying. And that's one of the drawbacks of this NIL, that scumbags like that used to be in the shadows now they're out in the open, and now they're somewhat legitimized. And that's what's making this even worse. It's those lawyers, those agents, and some parents, to be quite honest with you. Um, but uh, allow me to make an analogy, Steve. Um, 
basically, we'll keep it in the Florida model here, Florida theme. Like, have you ever been boating and the no-wake zones where there's manatees and stuff like that and you got to throttle back down? Well, Florida is the boat that's throttling back down in the no-wake zone. And there's about six, seven, eight other boats that don't care. They're just full throttle through the wake zone. They don't care about the manatees. No one's there to stop them, okay? And you ask the question, how long does Florida wait? I'm going to tell you how long does Florida wait. The person's name is Cormani McLean, defensive back, okay? If Florida does not land him, it's going to lower your expectations. It's going to be a couple, two or three years rough of seven, six-month type of seasons because the recruiting is going to match that. So the kid's name is Cormani McLean. He's a defensive back, like number three-ranked player in the nation. Remember, Florida went out and got Corey Raymond, the best defensive back coach in the nation, and one of the best recruiters, period, in the nation. He's already missed out on two five-star defensive backs, mm-hmm. the A.J. Harris kid and the Tony Mitchell kid. Kamani McLean was always priority number one. He's been a huge lean to Florida. If we lose him, now you know that Florida's just not going to play this game. And, and you and PG and D have been on point today, man. And everything that you've said is 100% accurate, everything that you guys have said today. So that's where we're at. So we'll see what happens. Um, just be prepared, folks. That's all, man. Okay. All right, Steve-O. Appreciate you, Tony. Thank you for your call. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes. Generally, great conversation. Keep it up. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hello, I'm Tyler Lightburn. The Tampa Bay Rays just finished an impressive series sweep against the Pittsburgh Pirates thanks to the hot bat of Isaac Paredes and stellar pitching from one of the best bullpens in the majors. The Rays have struggled with many injuries as of late, but get some much-needed rest today as we prepare for a two-game series versus the Milwaukee Brewers that will start tomorrow at Tropicana Field. The Florida Marlins look to bounce back after a series loss when they play the first of a three-game series versus the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at 7.45. New York Mets slugger and Gator great Pete Alonso is on fire this season and leads the majors with 66 RBIs. The most prestigious tournament in tennis, the Wimbledon, starts its first-round action today. I'm Tyler Lightburn, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you suffer from joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments, pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Now there's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints. Pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. And the new ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550 at 352-400-4550. 
The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6 p.m. Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. Five years zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest, and best way to buy. No interest for five years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center. Okay, you put it off all month so you need to do it now get to idc now take advantage of an incredible finance offer five years zero interest financing you have till thursday to make it happen get that six thousand dollar diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just a hundred bucks a month with nothing down listen interest rates are going up but you can still lock in a zero percent rate now through thursday at international diamond center get details at shopidc.com. international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit the following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. This Independence Day, the Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular is back in Boston. Presented by Bloomberg and Eaton Vance. Join conductor Keith Lockhart with special appearances by Shaka Khan. Javier Colon. And Heather Headley. Watch and listen Monday, July 4th, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Bloomberg Television, Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg.com, Bloomberg Quick Take, and the Bloomberg Business App. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Going to talk a little college baseball with a couple of uh, guests that will look at schools and the SEC and what might happen next year, what changes um, might be made. All right, let's get to uh, Chris's call next. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Um, you know, you, you talk a lot about on this show, especially during basketball season, with adjusting our expectations as Gator fans and just fans in general. And uh, I've, I've done that the last 10 years, really, since our national championship run. Um, I, I've started to get more excited about college football in general than I have Gator football. I hate to say it, um, but I, I've started to get myself excited about BYU Air Force on a Thursday night or two top ten matchups rather than, like, go into a season with all these high hopes and have the administration dash them. And I, I'm frustrated. I, I, I know that the NIL era is uh, the Wild West right now. I actually am in favor of these kids getting money, and I'm – I think it does need to be regulated to a certain extent. Um, but I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, it's the end, it's the death of college football. But I do think it's the death of Florida football for a few years. Um, I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but I think 
everybody needs to start getting used to what Tennessee was the last 15, 20 years because we hired a coach whose whole M.O. was talent acquisition. It's not like Billy Napier has some, like, phenomenal X and O's like Lincoln Riley or or Mike Leach that will even the playing field. He needs Jesse's and Joe's in here. And just like the practice facility and the indoor facility, Florida is dragging their feet with the NIL thing. And, and I think we're going to be in for quite a few really rough seasons. Tennessee and Kentucky are about to pass us. And that's really sad. Well, I think we have to wait. Now the question becomes – how long is the wait? You know, how when yeah. does Florida pull the trigger? It it looks like that that Florida is going to lose, you know, some top flight recruits in the twenty three class. I mean, that's unless something changes pretty quickly. So you, that you know, won't help. Me, Steve, what, what's crazy to me is that we ended up doing the facility anyways, right? Like. At some point, somebody over there has to say, we, we want to invest. In, that's how they got Napier to come here. He, he said scared money don't make money and was promised these things, and then we handcuffed them because we care more about tennis titles. It's just disappointing. Thanks, Steve. Okay, but, but I would also amend that statement, okay? Billy Napier was not promised anything with NIL because that was still in the – working stages, right, to be fair. Um, Daryl says, my 8-year-old grandson's a pretty good baseball play- player. Maybe I should start working on getting him an, NI- an NIL deal. <laughs> Never too early. Um, Bob says he's not worried a bit about losing Rashada because he's seen Creed Whittemore play quarterback at Buell's. He says he's the best high school quarterback he's ever seen. Compares him to Drew Brees at this stage. Well, Florida didn't recruit him as a quarterback. Not to say you can't change positions. And maybe that's what, you know, you have to do. But he was recruited as a wide receiver. Uh, BB says, happy for Ole Miss. Sad for the Oklahoma guys that made the ill-timed wild pitches. It's just the first time... Two different schools in one state won the College World Series in consecutive years. No. Um, I don't know the exact years, but Arizona and Arizona State did it in the early 80s sometime. Uh, correct me on a date, but I believe that in that time frame. And he says, if any two schools from the same state won the football championship in consecutive years. Hmm. I don't think so, but it's lookupable. But I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm right with college baseball. I don't know the exact years. It was in the early '80s, sometimes or sometime. Uh, okay, three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. By the way, he also says with the NIL, there's going to have to be a salary cap. Hmm. Yeah, either that or form the money, no object, no holds barred, unlimited league. I really am a little bit surprised, not a lot, 
at the reaction of some fans when it has to do with Florida supposedly dragging its feet into this NIL world. But I get it. I get it. I mean, I I believe Billy Napier was quoted as saying, you know, we won't be buying players. I believe he said that. If I'm wrong, correct me, but I believe I saw where he said something to that nature. Okay? So that's ju- if that's true, that's just not the administration. Right? But I think he's gotten to where he's gotten because he's a pretty smart guy. Right? He's going to adapt. He has to adapt. And we'll see if Florida does as well. I, I do think that is a legitimate concern and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens from here. But it will be interesting. By the way, before I go any further, uh, I've already told her this in person, but I want to wish my daughter Jennifer a happy birthday. Her birthday was yesterday. So, Jenny, if you're listening, hope you had a good day yesterday, and uh, happy birthday to you. All right, a couple of more emails here, and uh, I, I also can't believe how old she is now. Your father's getting old. Um, this is interesting, too. When you look at, um, you know, recruiting and all of that, um, you, you just look at where this is going, you know, the transfer portal, all of that. It's, it's just... What it is, is, I I forget the article where I read it. Um, There's a whole bunch of guys who went into the transfer portal who were five-star players. Now, personally, you wouldn't think, I mean, common sense would tell you, wouldn't it, that If you're that good, well, then why would you transfer? I mean, you must be playing if you're, now, not all five-star, but most of them, right? So, Eli Ricks was at LSU, a five-star. Alabama gets him. The running back from Georgia Tech, Alabama gets him. Um, Jermaine Burton, right? Georgia, well, Alabama got him. So, you know, that's just, that's another way that the sport is changing. Did anybody, could anybody have envisioned Spencer Rattler being South Carolina's quarterback? I don't think so. Well, guess what? He is. Okay? And the thing of it is, even Alabama is not immune from losing players, right? So Drew Sanders left Alabama. I think he went to Arkansas, Ole Miss, Arkansas, some, somewhere in there. Um, so, look, that's just how this is going. Um, all right, let me get a couple of more 
uh, emails here, and then we got a couple of guests coming on in the 1 o'clock hour. Harold says, on a national radio show on ESPNU, college baseball this morning said Ole Miss fans have been trying to move on from Bianco the last few years. Just goes to show you. Yeah. Harold, I said that earlier. There, there were a lot of people that felt that Mike Bianco was coaching for his job this year. He's been there 22 years. And he's brought Ole Miss to Omaha before. But once again, right, what does that prove? What have you done for me lately? Caleb says, I haven't been following the rumors or supposed front runners for the successor of Mick Hubert. Are we any closer to finding out he'll be calling the games this fall? Uh, yes, closer, but nowhere near. I'm told Florida had 180-something applicants for mixed job. And they're in the process now of sifting through those applications. I think, realistically, unless somebody just wows them, you know, you're looking at August. I think the first part of August to really have somebody get named. If you're going to take it seriously and go, I mean, look, I don't know how many of those 180 people or however many there were are serious, but let's say there's 30 that you think are worthy. Well, you got to sift through all that. That takes time, and you want to get the right person. Hour two coming up. We're going to talk South Carolina baseball with their play-by-play voice, Derek Scott. Also, your favorite baseball team, Tennessee. Yeah, we'll talk about them, too, coming up. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago. A new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to the Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at the Social at Midtown. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Florida Army National Guard. Aired by the Florida Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service discover exceptionally common sense summer is here it's only june and we have record high temperatures ever wish your shorts or pants had air conditioning you could cut or poke holes in your clothes but that would take days lucky for you link soul has you covered link soul has taken its most technical fabric designed to be moisture wicking and quick drying and added precision holes cut from lasers to maximize airflow for added comfort Get Link Soul's Boardwalker AC collection, keeping you cool wherever you go at linksoul.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Michael producing the broadcast today as it's our first day of summer B classes today. So we welcome back our students who are here for that. Well, with Ole Miss just winning the college baseball national championship, uh, my thought process was to go around the league and talk to various people about their respective teams, what's happened in the offseason, what changes might be made, you know, what upgrades positionally, etc. We're going to start at South Carolina, Derek Scott is their play-by-play voice, and he now joins us. Derek, good to have you. Thanks for doing this. Steve, how you been? I've been okay. Uh, what a run by Ole Miss, huh? Boy, you're not kidding. I just saw a note a moment ago uh, that talked about the hits and runs they scored compared to their opponents in the postseason. <laughs> it was so dominant. I mean, it wasn't as if they used smoke and mirrors. They really, really dominated from beginning to end that NCAA tournament. And who could have possibly seen that coming when you and I last crossed paths in Hoover? Yeah, no doubt. Um, what's taken place, Derek, at South Carolina changes? Uh, you know, portal, that's always a factor here. You know, have a lot left, have a lot come in. What What's happened at this point? Well, for starters, I think when we all left Hoover, there was some question about the you know the leadership of the program yes. and would that be changing. And uh, Ray Tanner spoke up very quickly uh, to say that uh, that uh, Mark Kingston and his staff would be back uh, for next season. That he was not planning to make any changes there. And obviously, when you've got an athletic director who's a Hall of Fame sort of baseball coach, you know you tend to think there's a little bit more evaluation going on there that maybe there might be in other places so the fact that ray was so quick to uh, to speak to what the future of the program looked like in in regards to leadership I, I thought said a lot and took that debate and that drama off the table which was important for mark to be able to go out and do the things he needs to do from the standpoint of recruiting and and certainly from the portal and they've been very active uh since then in terms of making additions making changes trying to uh, resurrect this program, you know, 27 and 28 last season, uh, missed the NCAA tournament for the second time in four years, 
And on the one hand, you had just so many pitching injuries. There were nine pitchers who missed all or most of the season. Two of those were weekend starters. So you understood how that could really, you know, negatively impact the program. But then the other side of it was you saw the offense. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of consistency there. We finished last in the SEC in batting average, last in home runs, last in runs scored. And that wasn't about injuries. That was just about a, a roster that wasn't where it needed to be. So there's there's uh, repairs that need to be made there, while at the same time on the pitching front, you, you can be pretty, I think, excited about what you think will be coming back either – the returners or the guys who missed this past season due to injury and feel like you might have some real promise on that side of things. Derek, has there been a lot of attrition in the portal and a lot of uh, gets in the portal? Has it been pretty active for South Carolina? Yes, very much so. Uh, In terms of names that won't be back that that people may recall, the one that caught uh, I think a lot of us by surprise was Colin Burgess, who's been the everyday catcher for this team for the last two seasons. Uh, he announced that he was not coming back, and he got the impression that that may have been a mutual thing between the coaches and the player, that they were all in agreement about a change of scenery uh, for Colin. But I don't think, you know, the, the fan base certainly didn't see that one coming, and that caused some consternation. But then the other big factor here has been the change in, in leadership at Clemson. Uh, when Monty Lee was let go there, there were a lot of players that you know decided they were leaving and had been recruited by Monty and his staff, and already three of them have landed on the South Carolina roster, including the Tigers' starting catcher in the last two seasons, Jonathan French. So you kind of have a um, you know a, a mixed minus, if you will, there in terms yeah. of Bur- Burgess leaves, French comes in. We know a lot about Jonathan, having seen him play against the Gamecocks the last two years, and they feel like. Not only can he help this team talent-wise, but also real strong vocal leader, kind of a uh, you know an A-type personality, and, and that's something I think this, this staff was looking to add, especially in that position. Uh, and then an outfielder named Dylan Brewer, who's a local kid. We all knew him well from the recruiting process and him playing for Clemson. And then a, a pitcher by the name of Ricky Williams, who's from right here in Columbia, wow. uh, and had, had been recruited up to Clemson. Uh, had worked out of the bullpen, but I, I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come in here next year, maybe be a midweek starter. There's a lot of ways that could go. But, yeah, it's interesting that you see three guys from uh, from the other you know program here in state who have relocated to the Gamecock program due to the coaching change up there. How far do you think Carolina is, Derek, and from – you know, improving and, and maybe getting itself deeper in the postseason? I don't think it's that big of a leap because, as I said, if you look at the way they finished the year last year, they only had really four or five pitchers that they leaned on heavily that you really thought were, you know, SEC caliber guys, but they're all on paper. They all should be back. Uh, you know, Will Sanders – and Noah Hall should be back to anchor that rotation. I mean, Noah Noah's draft eligible, but I don't know with that. You know, the way the draft has been changed the last couple of years, I don't know that he fits the profile of someone who will uh, who will be pursued that way. The interesting thing is to tie it all into you know the Gators and the Gamecocks. His last start uh, of the year came there. And it was the most scouts that he pitched in front of, and it was one of his. Unfortunately for Noah, one of his more uh, you know, poorly uh, poor performances, and 
that was something that we were all kind of surprised to see. They didn't pitch well in that environment, but I hate to say it in hindsight, it might be the best thing for the Gamecocks <laughs> yeah. uh, that he didn't have a great start there. Uh, but, but nonetheless, those two anchor the rotation. And then, of course, in the bullpen, a couple of young guys who uh, were, you know, the, you know, really, I thought, bright performers or freshmen and a redshirt freshman that will be back. Uh, and then you talk about the guys who were injured all season or most of the season that come back. All of a sudden, you've got the pieces there, I think, to, to really fix the staff. And then the question is, what are you doing about that lineup? Uh, and, you know, of the few productive hitters they had, um, you know, a couple of those guys are gone now. You know, Wimmer, I think, will be the one draft uh, pick that I think will will uh, will be moving on uh, as a junior. And then Andrew Eister, who's an Ocala kid, who's been such a great Gamecock these last few seasons, he's out of eligibility. You're going to lose those two guys. But, you know, you, you, I think we all expect Josiah Seitler will be back, uh, and, and he'll be the anchor on this offense, I think, based on how well he pr- produced in SEC play. But he's got to get some help. There's got to be some of those kids who played every day as freshmen this year because of you know, lack of other options that have to take a big step forward as sophomores, and uh, and then and then some of these guys they've gone out and gotten in the portal. You're going to need them to uh, uh, to produce as well. They got a young man just the other day at Memorial Roberts named Caleb Denny, who's a two-time first-team All-Conference performer, and I think he might be who they're looking at to to plug into right field to replace Eister. Uh, but you're going to need guys like that to to be able to make the step into SEC. Uh, caliber competition and 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 be able to you know to manage that. Uh, I'm going to end by just saying you know sometimes when uh, we go to a, a venue, uh, you know all the, the announcers will talk to each other and you know Derek and I have and, and we all do that. But it's I've never asked you this. What are your thoughts on the portal and all this going on in the football world, Derek? It's stunning to me. What do you think of all this? I don't love it, but I also don't know that you know that you can do much to change it. The NCAA, unfortunately, denied reality for so long that then when it was forced upon them, they they hadn't done their due diligence to prepare for it. Yeah. And and you end up with what we've got now, which is a far cry from what the the, the concept of NIL you know was proposed as, uh, and, and that's frustrating. Uh, and you know, we're getting into a point now with baseball. You know, that's a sport that's near and dear to you and me. And and you look around, and you go, okay, these kids deserve more than what they've been getting. The scholarship situation has been screwed up for so long that it's hard. Right. You're hard pressed. You're hard pressed to hold this against those guys. Yeah. Uh, but the, the other side of that is, you know, you got coaches in this sport who are still considered quote volunteer coaches. So <laughs> it makes the baseball formula of coaches and players and who's making money and who's not even more convoluted. But, I mean, I don't know how widespread NIL is in baseball right now, but when you look at what LSU just did over the weekend, I guarantee you there was money being thrown around there to go out and get, uh, you know, Tommy White, the second baseman phenom from NC State, and Christian Little from Vanderbilt, and then go take the pitching coach away from the Minnesota yes. defense. I mean, I don't think there's much question that – LSU's decided they've had enough of other SEC West Division teams winning national championships. Uh, so it's definitely a factor out there. You just don't know exactly um, how it plays out from campus to campus. But but certainly the transfer portal has changed everything in a sport that was already so oddly fluid in terms of uh, not knowing when a kid was going to come to your campus 
in, instead of going to the draft and, and so forth and so on. So it's just another challenge for these coaches to have to try and manage. Derek, I always appreciate your time. And uh, I know it seems like a long way away since this baseball season just ended, but I wanted fans to get an idea of what you know the schools are going to be doing here, and you have done that for us so well. So thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. All right, man. You have a great summer. Take okay, care. Derek, you too. Thank you. Derek Scott, play-by-play voice of South Carolina baseball. Yeah, it's it's funny um, when you look at what LSU did. I mean, Tommy White was thought to be an FSU guy, and you know they just got you know a new coach. But uh, you just you just don't know. You, you just don't. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. One fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN. 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN. 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hello, I'm Tyler Leipert. The Tampa Bay Rays just finished an impressive series sweep against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now third in the AL East, the Rays have been riddled with injuries as of late, but get some much-needed rest today. The Rays play a two-game series versus the Milwaukee Brewers that will start tomorrow at Tropicana Field. The Florida Marlins look to bounce back after a series loss when they play the first of a three-game series versus the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at 7.45. Gator great Pete Alonzo is on fire this season for the Mets and leads the majors with 66 RBIs. The 135th annual Wimbledon tournament starts its first-round action today. I'm Tyler Lightburn. And that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this very hot seller's market. Well, the fact is, home values are at historic highs. But the challenge is, you're probably concerned with the things that you can't control, like low inventory, rising interest rates. You, You get the idea. I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer those questions and any you may have about the real estate market. That's Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. He's got programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees, thousands of buyers that create higher demand and multiple offers for your home. If you need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next one, he can help do that stress-free, and put you back in control of your situation. So your next step, call Scott, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000, or visit com. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product, 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant. And I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength, and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So, guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. 
That's Save 6. Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, or go to andro400.com, andro400.com. The clock is ticking on IDC's amazing finance offer. You have until 6 p.m. Thursday to take advantage of the most popular offer ever. Five years zero interest financing on practically everything in our showcases. Get in now and splurge. How about a stunning $12,000 designer ring for just $200 a month? It's the smartest, easiest, and best way to buy. No interest for five years. But hurry, this incredible offer ends Thursday and will not be extended. Only at International Diamond Center. Okay, you put it off all month so you need to do it now get to idc now take advantage of an incredible finance offer five years zero interest financing you have till thursday to make it happen get that six thousand dollar diamond tennis bracelet or designer earrings for just a hundred bucks a month with nothing down listen interest rates are going up but you can still lock in a zero percent rate now through thursday at international diamond center get details at shopidc.com. international diamond center at celebration point on approved credit Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. Are you getting the Internet speed you need? The state of Florida has launched an anonymous statewide study of broadband speeds with a free Internet speed test. The results of the study will help guide investments to improve broadband speeds around our state. To take the test and measure your connection speed, visit FasterFlorida.org. That's FasterFlorida.org to take the state's official Internet speed test. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, i got to tell you, uh, in almost 25 years of hosting sports scene, the passion of fans is kind of cool. Always has been. And I think there is a palpable concern from football fans that Florida's going to get left in the dust here if it doesn't, you know, change direction with this whole NIL thing. Um, Mike says the only current successful Gator coaches were hired by Jeremy Foley. Uh, he said when they he hired a coach, they were hired to win championships. He thinks the major problem at UAA is Scott Strickland. He allowed female student athletes to be abused for two years, set mostly silent as Mullen ran the program to the ground last year. Plus, Mullen got caught cheating and embarrassed the university under his watch. The men's basketball program has sunk behind five or six teams in the SEC. I think Strickland's just happy to make money and finish in the middle of the pack like when he was at Mississippi State. It's long overdue for a change at the top. Bring back Jeremy. Uh, I don't think Jeremy would come back, but, but I get it. Um, all right, for the first time today, we actually have open phone lines. Uh, your thoughts on what happened over the weekend with all the back and forth. Uh, look, 
depending on who you talk to, this whole thing, this, uh, this supposed $11 million offer from the Gator Collective, um, I, I, I mean, I find that hard to believe. But, again, there's just back and forth between that attorney in California. So, you know, but, but I, I think it does still bring up the fact of where you go with this. And I think that's what's got some Gator fans concerned. Bottom of the hour, my friend Vince Ferrar from the Sports Animal is going to talk Tennessee baseball after a highly successful season. Um, They did not make it to Omaha, thanks to Notre Dame. So who do they lose? Who do they get back? Et cetera. Um, And Joe emails and says, uh, what did Florida do in terms of the transfer portal? Um, Well, Florida lost some players, um, but they also got some. Kevin O'Sullivan told me, uh, look, I think they've lost Gassetti, Pogue, Robinson, Degote, Hartman, whom I'm leaving out. Timmy Manning, I think. Yeah, Timmy Manning. Um, so, look, that's going to happen. But Florida's also gotten a couple of transfers. Um, and I hope that, you know, Florida is going to go get, you know, somebody at the back end um, that's going to help pitching-wise. And they've already gotten uh, a couple of guys in the portal from Mercer, um, Colby Thomas. So that is certainly good. Um, So, look, I I don't think Kevin O'Sullivan's done yet when it comes to the portal. And we also have to figure out what's going to happen, too, um, with the draft. Where it goes, right? Um, all right, let's get some calls. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Let me get to my emails. I saved some just in case I hit a lull like this. Uh, if you're just tuning in, some days here uh, are going to be only one-hour shows. Just because there's just we're at the time of the year when there just isn't a lot happening. We will certainly have the flexibility and the option to go more should you know circumstances what what's happening in sports warrant it. We will we have the ability to do that and we will do that in those cases uh let's see here barry says steve did you think the lightning would lose uh yeah i did and said that i was hoping they wouldn't because i wanted to see history made with a three-peat but avalanche really good and they proved it but you you can't deny i mean look we don't know what's going to happen with the Lightning now, but do you think they're just going to disappear? I doubt it. I really doubt it. But give the Avalanche 
a whole lot of credit for uh, doing what they did. Bill says, um, how much money do you think it took to get Arch Manning? Oh, God. I mean, that's going to talk now, obviously, is the amount of money. But that's here to stay. There, there, there's, there's no other way to say it, right? Callers in the first hour expressed it pretty well. What is Florida going to end up doing? Because I think right now they're on hold. Let's see what, what this landscape is going to be. Other schools are not taking that approach. If you look at recruiting, there were certainly some, some kids that had Florida very high on the list that decided to go elsewhere. Paul says, Steve, a, a week or two ago you mentioned about Gator trading cards. Can you elaborate? Oh, I don't have the press release. Um, Tops is going to do something uh, along with not just Florida, at other universities as well. Um, so they're going to have trading card products. They're going to have the official university trademark on them. I know that. Um, and name, image, and likeness is going to be part of this too. And um, that'll be fun. If you're a card collector, that'd be something kind of cool to do. And then uh, Arthur. Uh, Steve, I'm a younger uh, football fan. I'm very, very concerned about the state of our program. Simply put, if we don't pony up, we gallop out. Kind of clever, Arthur. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. My friend Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal in Knoxville will talk Tennessee baseball, its season, where it goes from here. That's next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids, enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer, 
Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at floridacoasteq.com. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The pocket of dry air that was over our area this morning is quickly dissipating and it's being replaced by the early arrival of a more humid air mass. Showers already working inland from the first coast. They'll migrate inland and west this afternoon into the evening. Aside from that, a mixture of clouds and sun today. High temperatures in the low 90s. Tonight, lows in the low 70s. Numerous thunderstorms expected again tomorrow. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Well, Kyrie has six teams on his list. I don't know how many of those six teams want Kyrie. Because I was wondering about this analogy. Let's say I was getting a divorce from my wife. And then I said, I got six women I'd like to date. Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. They have to be interested in me. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From every called third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Well, you heard from the play-by-play voice of South Carolina, Derek Scott. We're going to try to get somebody from every school with a just-concluded baseball college season to talk about the past season and look ahead. And that's where my buddy Vince Ferrara is, one of the voices of Tennessee baseball for the sports animal up in Knoxville. Vincenzo, good to have you. Steve Paisan, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. Um, You've had some time to digest what was a historic Tennessee season in terms of the, the regular year, but not getting to Omaha. So, as you look back, Vince, what do you what do you see? What what do you say? Well, seeing Ole Miss be the team to win it, and there was a lot of things along the way as well in the in the College World Series that were reminders and tie-ins, all the SEC teams that got there. Um, (laughs) Just so many of them that could have gotten there. The one team that wasn't there from the Super Regionals was Tennessee, the one that on paper was supposed to be there. 
and and seeing Tennessee have success against the two teams that played in the College World Series championship series. Tennessee was four and zero against Ole Miss and Oklahoma, outscoring them thirty four to seven. But you know what? Doesn't matter because that was a long time ago. It was early in the season, and so many things happened that are just reminders that you have to be one playing your best baseball, but two, you can't just be playing your best baseball. You have to be really talented and put that talent in place with their with you playing your best ball. That's the recipe, not just one or the other, not just talented, not just hot, hot with preseason top ten type of talent. Ole Miss had that, and they put it together at the right time. And it, it, it's still surprising that Tennessee wasn't at least able to get to the College World Series with all that they accomplished this year, some maybe looked at through the word failure out there. I think that's horribly overstated. There's no way with everything they accomplished, all the moments that they had that fans witnessed that you could say that's a failure. Is it a disappointment? Absolutely. And, but it's the sport is full of that. So what do you do with it? Um, They're going to be a much different team next year, but um, still even digesting it for a while, like you mentioned, Still a little bit head-scratching that they weren't able to to find a way. However, I think the burden of being, and Chris Burke has mentioned this, and I totally agree with him, uh, the burden that Tennessee carried that mantle of the number one team for so long, I think it takes its toll on you. And that stat that we've talked about, Steve, of only one team, Miami in 1999, went in as the number one overall seed and won the national championship since the uh, format expanded to 64 teams. Only one's done it, and there's a reason for it. The parity and the pressure that goes with it, Tennessee had that pressure with two-plus two months prior to that. And then when you get to crunch time and your season is staring you in your career for some guys, is staring you in the face, it, it's, it's tough with as quickly as it can end. Vince, you mentioned that Tennessee will be a different-looking team next year. What does Tennessee lose? Uh, have they gone to the portal much? Let let folks know about that. Yeah, Steve, this Tennessee lineup could have eight of the nine be different from this year. Wow. That's how different they could be. The DH spot is, for the most part down the stretch, was – a uh, a combo of two freshmen, and they're going to be stars and Christian Moore and Blake Burke. But other than that, everybody else is draft eligible. Seth Stevenson, their left fielder, Christian Scott, reserve outfielder, they've kind of hinted at coming back uh, through social media, but they didn't make an outright declaration, and Tennessee hasn't announced that. So maybe those guys are leaning towards coming back. That would be one other position, but they have three guys, three key guys that are out of uh, of eligibility in catcher Evan Russell, first baseman Luke Lipsius, and then their closer in Redmond Walsh. So those guys are gone. You have three guys that are regularly mocked in the first round of the draft that are gone, and that's right fielder Jordan Beck, center fielder Drew Gilbert, and starting pitcher slash relief pitcher in Blade Tidwell, who is a sophomore in class, but he is draft eligible in age. So those guys are gone. So those six for sure. And then you have other guys that potentially, depending on where they get drafted, like a Trey Lipscomb at third, Corlin Lawson at shortstop. 
uh, Jarrell Ortega at second base. Those guys are all draft eligible, and depending on where they go, or here's another factor, and you know this, Steve, if guys are ready to move on and be a pro and be done with school, sometimes that does happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, The good news for Tennessee is they, they have plenty of young guys ready to rise up. They have guys that have risen up into bigger roles that have proven to have great success, like Lipscomb, Ortega, and others, and they get a whole lot of pitchers back. They have a good chunk of their uh, of their pitching staff back, including their three most of the season starters and Chase Dolander, another projected first round pick, and then the two freshmen and Chase Burns and uh, and uh, and Drew Beam. Uh, plenty of relievers, good power arms. The portal that you mentioned, they're bringing in one of the best draft prospects out of the Big 12 in Kansas shortstop, Maui Ahuna. Um, so there's another guy that, that with a ton of talent coming in. That's really the biggest name. They have a junior college uh, transfer outfielder that is uh, is coming in that looks a lot like a power guy from Walter State, looks a lot like Jordan Beck when you watch him on tape. Uh, so he'll be a factor as well. Those are the biggest names in terms of the portal. But Tennessee will be a, a destination spot, I think, for quite a few kids with the way they got it rolling. And um, and still, I think they'll be a really, really good team, just a different team next year. You know, Vince, I hope I ask a fair question here. I think there's a lot of people in college basketball that view some of the things that Tennessee did in a negative way. And I don't know that Tennessee, maybe they wore that as a badge of – honor i i don't know mm-hmm. but as you watched this team perform and play as we did here what are your thoughts on that did did that have any effect at all did that sort of thing people hating on them wear on them i don't think so i think the team embraced the villain role they even had t-shirts to it the fans, I think, because a lot of them, it's never 100%, but a lot of the fan base love the fact that other fan bases hated them. It was yeah. kind of a badge of honor that now we're, we're relevant and we're, now we're getting under your skin and that, that kind of thing. So I think what that do, did is it added even more people to the list that dislike Tennessee. Even but but I think a lot of the criticism towards Tennessee, Steve, was people that casually watch the sport that might get the highlight of Tony Vitello bumping an umpire or Jordan Beck's middle finger going around first or a bat flip here and there. Um I, I think a lot of the if you watch this team all the time, those there were a couple of times where they went too far. But a lot, they weren't directing it at, at, a, at opponents oftentimes unless they felt like or you were chirping at them, they were going to stand up for themselves. Their bat flips weren't directed at other, at, at other people. Again, when they felt disrespected, then they would give it back. But I, I think you saw a lot of people in college baseball do the bat flips, do the pumping – fists off the mound and screaming at the guy that you just struck out that kind of stuff happens a lot in college baseball today it's a it's a pro athlete experience era right now and um and i i don't think it was taunting i think a couple of times they went over the line but i think the fans i don't think it 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 impacted them whether they played well or not last thing on this real quick is tony vitello allows them to be themselves 
So it wasn't just the emotion and them crossing the line and all them that was a key to their success. It was the fact that he let them be who they are. The personalities on next year's team will be different. You're not going to have a Gilbert or a back. Maybe some guys will be more cerebral. So the key is letting them be themselves when they earn it in the weight room, in the classroom, on the field, all that. So that's the key to his success and bringing the team together, not you got to play this way with emotion or you got to do this. He actually doesn't like a lot of the stuff they do, but he knows that if he lets them be themselves, he can get the best out of them. And I'm sure there's a couple of times where he's like, all right, maybe maybe let's cool it off from that standpoint <laughs> yeah. uh, as well. Uh, Vince Ferrara, Sports Animal Knoxville with us. Vince, I want to end with this. There, there's a, some consternation here uh, in Gator Nation because Florida – is seemingly losing recruits that uh, many thought were going to come to Florida because of NIL. What is the situation there in the football program with NIL, money doled out, et cetera? What are your thoughts on that in Knoxville? Well, it seems like they're doing a good job, and it kind of starts with the five-star quarterback from California, Nico Iamaliava, uh, Tennessee was kind of connected to what Nick Saban was saying when he took the shot at Jimbo buying his class and all that. <laughs> Without him naming Tennessee, uh, I think there there might have been a little bit of reference to that. Alabama certainly was hot after uh, Iamaliava as well. And uh, there, even though the, it's not proven or, or spoken about it outwardly, the athletic, when they did – a lot of their story on collectives and uh, name, image, and likeness. They mentioned that there was a you know one kid that had an eight million dollar contract over a couple of years, and many people think it's him. We don't know, but um, it, but the thing is, is that if that's the case, if the collective in, in Knoxville uh, did help uh, initiate that, it's part of the game right now. So you got to give Tennessee credit for taking advantage of, of what's going on right now. And then also he has impacted this recruiting class, and I think he's going to continue to as well. So they're, it's paying dividends. He's, he would be right now, according to 24-7, the third highest rated prospect to ever sign at Tennessee behind only Bryce Brown, the running back that didn't work out, and Eric Berry. That's how highly rated this kid is and how few of the quarterbacks that they've had at Tennessee. So um, tons of excitement about it. And um, it seems like Tennessee is doing a good job with its collective that's in town that seems to be one of the more organized around the country of collectives that's that's out there. And I know there's there's some that are, are getting their fair share of criticism out there as well. All right. As I always ask you, my friend, where can people see your work? Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, on Twitter, at Vince Sports. If you want to jump on there, I just tweeted uh, a link to subscribe on all the different platforms to my podcast. It's called You'll Like the Steve Vincenzo's View. <laughs> and uh, uh, whenever I'm on with John and Jimmy on Sports Talk or when I do special interviews and different shows, all that is on the podcast you can subscribe to. And then our website with blogs and a lot more, 991thesportsanimal.com. Okay. Uh, we will talk, uh, I'm sure, as we get in the summer and get ready for football. But as I always, appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Anytime you're the best. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Vince Ferrara, sports animal up in Knoxville. I, I got to take a little credit for that. I've always called him Vincenzo. And uh, so, see? Uh, but he's a really good guy.
Um, all right, we got one more segment left today. Still chances for you to call, talk a little sports with us. One forty-five time check brought to you by Hayes Chittily ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Hello, I'm Tyler Lightbird. The Tampa Bay Rays just finished an impressive series sweep against the Pittsburgh Pirates and also had star shortstop Wander Franco come back from injury on Sunday. The Rays have been riddled with injuries lately and get some much-needed rest today. The Rays will start a two-game series versus the Milwaukee Brewers that will start tomorrow at Tropicana Field. The Florida Marlins look to bounce back after a series loss when they play the first of a three-game series versus the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at 745. Gator great Pete Alonso is on fire this season for the Mets and leads the majors with 66 RBIs. The 135th annual Wimbledon tournament starts its first round action today. I'm Tyler Lightburn, and that's your Gainesville Sports Center. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. If you suffer joint pain from arthritis or an injury, you know the traditional treatments: pain meds and steroids, and then surgery, right? Hey, it's Steve Russell with great news. There's a better way, and it's here now from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. This is an advanced, exciting, and natural alternative that can give you lasting relief using your body's own healing power. Listen, steroid shots are toxic to your joints, pain meds are addictive, and nobody wants to go under the knife. It's 2022, and those old ways are out. New ways are in. Regenerative medicine can restore and repair damaged joint tissue using the natural biologics. No drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. QC Kinetics Regenerative Protocols can address any pain in any joint and give you the quality of life you deserve. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Right now at International Diamond Center, you can get that Rolex watch you've always dreamed of and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. That's right. Now for a limited time, IDC's incredible five-year zero-interest plan is available on over 800 luxury pre-owned Rolex watches. Luxury timepieces have never been so affordable. IDC's buyers have scoured the country, buying up only the best of the best pre-owned Rolexes, the ones you can't find anywhere else. Daytonas, Batmans, Pepsis, Datejusts, Submariners, each one carefully and Inspected and in pristine condition. If you've been trying to find a Rolex, you know what a challenge it is. But IDC has the model you want in stock now at a very competitive price. And now through June 30th, you can pick out the Rolex you've always wanted. We'll make it more affordable than ever with special five years zero interest financing. Hurry in for the best selection. We've got hundreds of Rolex watches for both men and women. Don't miss this opportunity to get the Rolex you deserve only at International Diamond Center. On approved credit, some restrictions apply. See store for details or shop IDC.com. Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying. They can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that that stop hanging around. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
This is University of Florida President Ken Palm, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, tomorrow, we're going to throw this out. If, if things continue as they are, I don't think anything's going to really change in terms of the 2022 season when it comes to wins and losses. But some have called today and really predicted doom and gloom. And it is interesting, if that's the word you want to use, since Urban Meyer left, Look at the coaching changes Ford has had and where in the up and down in the uh, Florida program. Um, so it just it, it's just amazing. Jim says, so a big-time booster pays $11 million for a recruit. Recruit goes to a school, can't make grades. Does he get removed from the team? Well, yes. I don't think that changes. You got to go to class. You got to make the grade. You can flunk out. What happens to the booster guy's money? Aha. Uh-huh. What happens when booster guy goes to professors and either pays them to pass his guy or even worse extorts professors to make his guy pass? Could get ugly. Yeah, Jim, if you've that's why when people refer to this as the wild, wild west, it, it kind of is. Because we just don't know where it's all going to go. That is part of the problem. We have time for some calls. 392-8255, that's the number to call it again. Some of our shows are going to be an hour in length over the summer just because we're where we are. Tomorrow, I mentioned to you about, um, I gave you the top three Gator baseball players in the pro game, the top three Gator basketball players in the NBA. Football's a lot harder. But I'm going to take out the obvious. Okay, I'm going to take out the Heisman winners, going to take out Jack Youngblood and Emmett Smith because they're in the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to start doing this by position, okay? It's summertime, people, right? So maybe tomorrow we'll start with quarterback. Top three Gator quarterbacks in their NFL careers. And really with this, you could include Steve Spurrier. You could include Tim because it's not college. So from that standpoint, I mean, look, if you're going to go running back, it's Emmett Smith. You've got to take him out. If you're going to go defensive lineman, come on, Jack Youngblood, you can take him out. But in this case, with the Heisman winners, who all played in the NFL to varying degrees of success, you could still use that. So maybe we'll start doing that as one way to 
while away these dog days of summer. A bill says, I hate to admit it, I've been a Jags fan and suffer like you suffer with the Jets. When does training camp open for the Jags? I have no idea. Um, I would imagine it's going to be sometime in July, but I don't know. Uh, but it's look upable. I can do that. All right. Um, I mean, it's got to be sometime in July, doesn't it? They always are. All of them are. Um, so we'll go from there. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to try to Google it real quick for you so I can do it. Uh, let's see. July 24th. There it is. They report to training camp July 24. In fact, uh, they've announced camps for all the teams, but the Jags, the 24th. All right, let's get uh, Rob to talk to us. Rob, hello. Steve, uh, this is Rob. I'm, I'm up in Rhode Island, but I'm a huge fan of yours. I listen every day, first-time caller. So thanks so much for doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for listening up there. appreciate it. How's the weather there? <laughs> it's actually raining right now, like cats and dogs, no pun intended. It's, it's really uh, pretty bad weather up there here. But uh, like I said, I listen to you every day. I'm a huge fan of you and, and Pat Dooley and that show after 4 o'clock. But I just wanted to ask you this, because as a, fan, a person that's a fan of Gator sports, you know, we saw what happened with Dan Mullen. Obviously, that's over. Uh, the Cam Newbauer issue, uh, Tony Amato issue, obviously those people are all gone. Do you feel like Scott Strickland is on the hot seat with all these issues in the past? Well, I mean, certainly the football hire, good or bad, is the one that you know gets the most notoriety, right? So, you know, now... Will these hires, the second football hire, the new basketball hire, the new soccer hire, you know, will they work out? And if they don't, let's take Scott Strickland's name out of it, athletic director X gets paid in part to hire coaches that are going to help you win at a big level. So, yes, I mean, at some, I think at some point, if that track record continues to be not a good one, that's going to be called into question. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope he does well. I wish him luck. I we need to talk about the Mike White issue and what happened there. Uh, but it just seems like, you know, Gated Sports has been, you know, some sports have done very well. Uh, gymnastics, track and field, obviously, Gated Baseball. You've talked about this throughout the past month, and even Gated Softball. But some of the big sports that used to win a lot in the past have really not done as well. So I really hope that next year, and this year obviously coming up, that we can get some winning teams. But before I go, Steve, quick question. I mean, I was at the Celtics finals game up here, and it seems like this team is the team, and I know you picked them, and you said that on the radio. Yep. This team is a team, I think, to be reckoned with down the road. So much young talent from Tatum to Brown to Williams. 
I think that this team is going to be on the up and up in the Eastern Conference as we see the Heat maybe, uh, you know, going to take some losses right now as far as free agency. What is your take on the Celtics? Do you feel like they're the team in the East or is there any other team that you think may challenge them? I know Milwaukee, but besides them. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, and I don't know what the salary cap is and, you know, what all that is. I, I couldn't tell you. But that does play into, obviously, you know, what you're going to do. But, no, I think the Celtics have a chance to be really good again. Um, and, you know, I, I'm a little partial here. Um, I, I thought Chicago was going to be a factor to all the injuries at Billy Donovan's team. Um, but they were playing pretty good basketball before that. You know, I still think the Heat are going to be really good in Milwaukee. So I mean, the East is going to be another, you know, another tough trek, and and nobody knows about Philly, and you know what they're going to do. So yeah, they're. I mean, I think the Celtics are right there, but they're going to have competition. Well, Steve, I look forward to calling in more often. Like I said, I listen to you seriously every day, whether I listen live or listen on the Spotify app, and it's just nice to hear some gated sports all the way up here in Rhode Island. So I look forward to the rest of your shows. Happy you're back from um, your father's um, uh, funeral, and it's great to have you back. I love this show. Thanks so much, Steve, Thank for you. letting me on. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, sir, for calling. And uh, uh, that's the great part about technology, isn't it? You can hear it anytime, anywhere. Uh, that's it for our show for today. Our thanks to my friend Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal in Knoxville talking about Tennessee baseball, the play-by-play voice of South Carolina, Derek Scott. We're going to do more of that in the next few days here just to get you, since college baseball just ended, and get you a quick sneak ahead to what, you know, happened in the transfer portal and look ahead to next year. Thanks to Michael for producing today, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday as always. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.